Football, baby! Better than ever, it is season three for Losing Sucks, and it is the 2023 NFL season. We're glad to be back. Travis, it's been so long. An entire offseason. We've been quiet. We've been content. We've been just chilling, uh, vacationing, having um, having babies. Uh, and we're here. We're back. We're ready to talk football. We're ready to talk fantasy football, more importantly. And I'm glad to be back on a computer screen with you, my man. How are you doing? Tell the people what's been up. Doing great. Had a summer full of traveling all over the world with my wife, who just finished residency, um, Congrats. which is a great thing. I feel like I have a lot less time to work on the show, but here we are sure. in season. She knows we have a an 18 to 20 week laser focus on winning championships and paying the mortgage with that money. That's right. Dustin, you and your wife had a child. We did. Far more significant than any trip to Portugal <laughs> or France. And far many though. more learning lessons. Give us one yeah. before we get into football as a yeah. new dad to other dads who could become fathers very mm -hmm. soon. Sure. Um, I'll tie it into fantasy because one thing that I'm going to preach all season, especially in these first few weeks... And it's something that I would probably um, advise in the early days of fatherhood. Patience. Take a breath. Don't freak out, okay? Just because you see crap for the first time doesn't mean that crap's not going to be cleaned up in a second and it'll look all brand new and cute again, okay? Um, but, yeah, you know, take it as it comes. You know, don't freak out. Um, fatherhood's great, man. It's been amazing. Changes your entire life, obviously. Uh, Does know, it put into perspective losing week one in the home league compared to other <laughs> things in your life, it, or does it still sting just as? Yeah, bad? you know, it makes you it makes you really appreciate just kind of how how precious each moment is. You know, um, losing in the home league sucks. Um, it's it's fun. It's fun. I don't know that I've ever had a team go an entire week with not a single player on my on my roster scoring a touchdown. Allergic. So, they were allergic to the. They end were zone. allergic. They're like, you know what? It's week one, but nobody said. There's no rule says we have to get in the end zone. We're gonna show where we're at. And I appreciate that. I like that they uh, they respect themselves to, to stick to their um their morals. They're saving there. them all up for week two. That's what. That's you guys right. Hear, so. I love that. I love that, for sure. All right, Man. let's get into some football here, since that's what we do, even yeah. as fathers and world travelers. Football is the focus here, and there was real NFL football this past week. Mm -hmm. It was right. quite ugly, for <laughs> yeah. the most part, across the board, that's to say the least. For Some sure. games uglier than others. If you compare yourself to Daniel Jones and the Giants, you did Oof. all right. But other than yeah. that, a lot of disappointments. Start yeah. at the top, Dustin, with the what we call elite talent at the quarterback position. Yeah, okay. Um, so it was a disappointing week. Uh, disappointing week one for a lot of the top-tier guys, okay? You had Burrow putting up less than 100 yards. Josh Allen throwing um, almost exclusively to um, Isaiah Whitehead 
And <laughs> what the fuck was he thinking? I, no idea. No idea. It looked idea. like all night he didn't know. He's like, what am I doing out here? That shit it's was like, terrible. I have a hunch that he saw what, like, he saw, you know, we're, by this point, everybody knows what happened to Aaron Rodgers. He felt bad that there were going to be much less catches on the Jets side. He's like, you know what? Here's a chance. We're in New York. I'm going to help these people out. I'm going to do something for them that they never thought that I would do. I'm going to give them three free receptions. Um, and then he's like, you know what? I sh- I'm sure that Zach Wilson's going to do the exact same thing and give the ball right back to us. And so here we are. But, man, he looked terrible. Um, Lamar looked you know, rusty. Dak. I mean, granted, rain. Um, Dak didn't gonna... need to do much. No. But the didn't. guys who did need to do a lot, like Burrow, yeah. Allen, Fields. Yeah. That's what's really yeah. frustrating. It's like they had the game so script to be themselves, especially Burrow and Fields. They were down yeah. all day. Joe Burrow, yeah. three points, opened what mm. I called about an hour ago a small buying window in Dynasty for Joe Burrow. If there's a window for Burrow, you don't deserve Burrow, first of all. <laughs> this is true. You, It's tough to move somebody like that. Um, yeah. I pulled off a big trade. I told Party Tell Crew I would it. give him a shout-out. At Party Crew on Twitter, um, yeah. we had a negotiation. It lasted about two hours. I didn't initially go for Burrow. I was thinking, what can I get for Garrett Wilson? I think it's right. going to be tough sledding. Yeah. Um, our buddy Eric said he's not a wide receiver one this year any longer, and I agree with that. Yeah. No, he can't be. I mean, there's no way. There's no path to it. It was already a stretch to call him, you know, like a top five wide receiver because we hadn't right. even seen that, right. you know. But, I mean, if you go back and look even just the last year, you know, excluding this first week because he saved his week with a touchdown, his splits with Zach Wilson were god-awful. You know, it, he was honestly still a guy that you could contend shouldn't be in your starting lineup last year. And now you still have to ask those questions because you spent probably a second or third-round pick on this guy, Travis. Yep. And now you're all of a sudden put in a position where now you – realistically could be looking at, okay, am I looking to move this guy for a guy who's going to get more consistent play or volume? It sucks. It's not where we thought we'd see ourselves, but it is the place that we find ourselves in right now. I do think Zach Wilson will be better than what we've seen. Um, <sighs> thrown into so. the fire when you're not expecting to play that night. Sure. Right. Against Buffalo is not a great start for somebody like Zach Wilson. I do yeah. think Aaron Rodgers hoping I'm hoping that he is there on the sideline all year kind of like he was in the preseason helping coach Zach Wilson through literally every drive I think that yeah. can very very well benefit Zach Wilson but for sure I just don't think that their identity is going to be let's just pepper Zach um Garrett Wilson as much as we right. can it's going to be run 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 for sure and so for that reason I Sold Garrett Wilson while I could. I think his value yeah. continues to go down. Right. The the deal ended up being Joe Burrow, Dalton Kincaid, who looked incredible to me. Awesome. And Jahan Dotson, who I also think is a buy low after a nine point week one. For Brock Purdy, who I love, Garrett Wilson, sure. and Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts still carries the weight in his name. 22 years mm-hmm. old, he will be fine. But again, that's going to be a longer, patient game, and I just don't sure. have it in my DNA. <laughs> no. no, It's we week know three. That How point. has he not have 100 points yet? <laughs> uh, but, man, 
Uh, I'm glad you brought the tight end position because that is also a position this week that absolutely put up a dud. We were missing the top tier guys, Kelsey Andrews, and we were left with checks notes, top performer at the tight end position, Hunter Henry. Um, and you know, it's week one. I'm going to, I'm going to chalk up a lot of things to, you know, hashtag week one. It's kind of the theme here. Um, like I said at the beginning, don't panic, but there are some narratives to talk about here. Like I said, it's not that they just decide not to play. They're hurt. They're injured. And it's week one. That's never something you want to see. I have questions about these guys, man. You know, you've got big names here that fell outside of the proverbial top 12 tight ends. And it kind of leaves you with some questions now. You know, it, by, it, by big names, you mean all of them. All of them. Goddard, Pitts, Hawkinson, <laughs> Waller, Kittle, Njoku. I could go on and on. Kelsey okay, Andrew, it's your, your top eight were not in the top 12. Yeah, I was more all excited to see Rob Gronkowski on a USAA commercial than I was to see my tight end playing. Who okay? is killing it, by the way? Yeah, he is absolutely killing it. In my fantasy commercial league, he is doing amazing <laughs> things. Shout out, Boyd. Thanks for coming on the show. Big friend of ours on Sleeper and on Twitter. Ben, thanks for stopping in. Appreciate it. I think I'm in five or six of Boyd's leagues. Maybe more more than any other like universal (laughs) commissioner. He's as good as it gets as far as being a commissioner. He's a good uh, fantasy headhunter. He knows how to bring in the bring in the the goods, so to speak. Find the good commissioners for leagues. Cheers to you, man. Um, And he does make me pay for my 2026. Pick trades immediately, Good. which is fine. Oh, sure. Going well, yeah, anywhere. those are gone before the the startup draft even 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 goes. I'm here. So, I'm gonna <laughs> we know, pay. We know how Travis goes. <laughs> uh, other top performers. Uh, QB one uh, is a big big. Uh, Travis is a big fan of Tua. Twenty eight points has that guy Tyreek <sighs> Hill me, on his team. Yeah, he did. He did. He's like, oh, well, all that, I hear all that trash. I can't throw the ball as he unbuckles his pants. He's like, why don't you come over here? And uh, just whips he out that huge so old dolphin. Personal. It was so personal. Here's it was a 28 so piece for you. It's, yeah. it's so tough to, to continue to say he sucks because mm-hmm. of the stats he puts up yeah. with Tyreek Hill and Waddle. How many, I'm going to have to start saying yards? he sucks at NFL football. <laughs> he won't win playoffs ga- playoff games. They won't win a Super Bowl. But for fantasy, I think they win that division. To be honest with you, I think they win that gonna division. Be a, un, he's gonna be a QB one because of the weapons. He is. Well, yeah, it's like the same. Sucks. It's like the same. We keep getting caught in these arguments, and I love it. But he's the same argument as Brock Purdy, except for he's better than Brock Purdy. You know, it's wow. like all of his Don't weapons. You dare. All of his. <laughs> I'm sorry to besmirch the name. Um, what am I supposed to call him? Brown Jimmy Garoppolo? Because he's like two shades tanner than... Or just Big Cock Brock. His, no. his God-given name. Oh, his you God- mean call Tua? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The limpy, the limpy arm okay. loaded with weapons. Yeah, Hawaiian. that's what it is. Okay, we're moving on. The, the running back girl. one. How does it? Okay, I saw this and it didn't make much sense to me, but somehow Aaron Jones was the running back one on the week. Yeah. Um, screen pass. How screen passes, touchdowns. Does. The Bears defense sucks. Like that was really tough to see. Um, and he it's got never injured. surprising to see Aaron Jones be the RB one on the week. No, it, but it it shouldn't be surprising yet. It is because you just assume oh he's he's old. He shares a backfield with AJ Dillon. But watching that dude play, he's electric. And like, no one will draft you, him in the first no, two you rounds. You cannot you can't tackle him out in the open field. Yeah. 
same with the next guy we're going to talk about, which tied to the the QB one, is the wide receiver one. Seemingly the only wide receiver who had a awesome day. Tyreek Hill probably won you your matchup. Uh, he put up 39 points, 40 points in most places. Uh, it's it's wild. It's you you know these names are big. I wish I had Tyreek Hill on my teams. I have him on a couple dynasty teams. Blow up weeks. We know it's possible. And now I love to see the confidence, man, because there's no cornerback in the NFL that can cover Tyreek Hill. And it seems unfair. He, he I like honestly it feels think like cheating. He's going to finish as the wide receiver one on the year. That's Ooh. my thoughts. I mean, not even going off of this, but they're literally that scheme is perfect for him. They build the entire offense around him, and Tua loves him. So here we go, you know. Uh, Dustin, I can't off to the races. I can see the path. Obviously, Tyree Kill has sure a path he's done it to before. be the one. Yeah, but you don't get the Chargers every week in warm weather. You get the Jets sure. twice, the Patriots mm-hmm. twice. Yep, the Bills twice. Yeah, yeah. Which in fantasy is forty to fifty percent of a season sometimes. Sure. But half their games are gonna be in Florida, you know? This is true. Like, this is true. I that's nice. I'm very curious to see what Belichick does with Tyreek mm. Hill this weekend. Oh yeah. Over under hundred and thirty yards. Goodness gracious. You know what? I'm probably he's good at I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over, to be honest with yeah. you. I mean He's facing a he'll be facing a rookie cornerback. You know, Christian Gonzalez is no joke. If we want to get hung up on this matchup, what a place to find ourselves. But <laughs> already, <laughs> already. But sure, I mean, that's a that I'll, I'll be excited to see that because Mac Jones is also someone that we have mentioned in our honorable mentions. Mac Jones put up 316 yards and three touchdowns. So what a week! Most one passing for him. attempts on the week, 54. Yeah, and, unbelievable. Which is why, like. I don't think he attempted 54 passes last year. So it's a wild, wild um, turnaround. Somebody um, on ESPN said their upset watch of the week was Eagles. And I was like, this guy shouldn't be on TV. <laughs> it's not, a, it's, it's not yeah. even a matchup. And it, it was. It and they be. almost beat them. But it's week one. Like, it's week one. Do you guys? That's I don't know. The Belichick remember. effect, though. It He's, might not have been last gonna year. They're going to do it. But a couple years ago, the Bengals had a crappy start and got beat like in the second, first or second week, and everybody was sure, oh, here we go, the Bengals suck again. Then they, you know, went off in their Super Bowl run. Um, but here we are with these great offenses that we're sure we're going to be good, and then they get off to crappy starts, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh my god, well they suck. It, yeah. No, like it. It's different. Like it was still raining in in New England. Um, or were they in Philly? They might have been in Philly. Um. But still, it doesn't change the fact that Mac I Jones. Think was, I think it was in New England. It was the Brady Show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were in New England. They so were, maybe yep. that was it. Maybe it's because he sure. was in the building. <laughs> sure, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. My bold call, not that bold, but I think it's a Jalen Waddle week, week two. Interesting. I think he out yards. Well, then you Hill and Ben are going to have to talk because he says that he thinks that Tua was going to struggle against the Patriots in week two. So, he's not going to be the QB one, that's for sure. I don't think he's in the top five. Nobody you keep doubting the is. guy. You keep doubting the that's guy. And all true. he does is noodle arms his way to being the QB one. Okay. Um, uh, more honorable mentions: Eckler yep. and CMC, of course, being the top guys that they are. They're going to get the work. Brandon Ayuk looks like he's an alien. 
Um, and then Calvin Ridley, welcome back, man. You bet on yourself, and you're you're back here. I'm, we're really glad to to see you back playing. And with and that he loves being on ETN's team. Oh, for sure. I ETN? saw that block a thousand times today on Twitter, and it never got old. Yeah, you just posted. He that up looked on the to the side board. when he saw ETN flashing up. Yeah, he looked to the side as if like somebody's running on the sidelines with me and sure enough it's etn throws the block calvin really yeah. gets a touchdown that is yeah. if that play doesn't make you say like i want to play with this dude and play as no hard joke. as i can and not bet on my team i don't know what does yeah i i no doubt joke. calvin ridley would bet on football after yeah. seeing how hard etn plays for him it <laughs> Uh, it's it's hard not to love ETN on your team. He's just an effort guy. Hey, uh, a die nine nine nine. Real quick, you don't have a copy of the show sheet. No. So for you, you to really continue don't. to not only demand but predict accurately what's coming up mm-hmm. is not only inappropriate. It's not appreciated. We will yeah. get there. We will yeah. get there. Give us a chance to talk about your favorite players. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Next uh, is, was it real? Was it fake? Our next uh, name on the list, Travis's first real, is Tyler Algier. Whoa, how did we know to talk <laughs> about him? That's amazing. It's almost as if some loudmouth in the comments won't shut his mouth <laughs> until we can get through the freaking show. <laughs> Tyler Algier getting enough work to be, at worst, a starting flex play every week. 19 touches, 94 yards, two touchdowns. We can go ahead and talk about Pitts in London in here, too. The Falcons, much like the Jets, are going to run two running backs, and they're Mm -hmm. going to run until it's third and eight every single drive. Yep. And And that's a lot of volume. They don't want to throw that ball. They do not, and they will not. Absolutely. Number two, boat. (laughs) Rashid Shahid is going to be a solid wide receiver three. Dustin, do you agree with me? I like Shahid, and if you watch the way that they used him, they manufactured touches for this guy. They got him on end arounds, screens. They threw up deep balls to him. That offense is fun to watch because Derek Carr loves to throw it deep. I like Shahid. I think he's a solid wide receiver three flex. And he's like, uh, I don't know, he reminds me of like Marquise Hollywood Brown um, a few years ago where it was like, okay, he may not be getting you tons of volume every week, but each week he can get you that huge play that's like, okay, that's why he's in my lineup. If he hits, he wins. Six targets week one with the attention that Olave gets. And then when Kamara comes back, Shahid is more than just a one play Traquan Smith type thing. He is going to be involved. Number three. The Dallas Cowboys defense and the New yeah. York Jets defense are absolutely disgusting. If and your studs phew. are going against these two defenses, you should be scared. Lower your expectations. Jeez. They Dallas come in for your moms. Dallas they, gets the Jets this week. It's going to gonna, get ugly. It's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, it's just... I don't, Dustin, I don't know. something has to be real for you week one. 
For sure. Matter of fact, there should be at least three things. There are three things. There okay, are more good. things for me, <laughs> but I wrote down three. All the right. first one being a darling of the fantasy community now is Puka Nakua. And he's real, man. If, if only for a few weeks, he's real. Because if you look back, Matt Stafford finds one target he trusts, and he looks nowhere else. Yes. It's going to be Puka, and he's going to get 10-plus targets. Granted, he's facing San Francisco next week, so there may be a small buy window opening up. I'm still okay. You know, you're, you weren't starting him prior to this, most likely. But right. now you find yourself in a position where, okay, now you have questions about guys like Garrett Wilson. You have guys like Drake London. You have guys like Sky um, Moore. Sky Moore, sure, perfect example, who you had in your lineups, and now you're having to wonder, okay, do I still want to take a shot on the upside, or am I going to go for maybe some lower um, lower floor, but also uh, some safe volume? Because, yeah, maybe it's a bad offense in, in Los Angeles. Who knows? It's week one. But going into week two, he's going to get the volume, good defense. Even if he sees 10 targets but only catches six of them, you know, that's still a decent wide receiver three, which is what you were looking for. I like him. I think he's good for these first four weeks. And if you can buy him, even if after a bad week two, I'd still look to buy him because those next couple weeks, you're still looking to get volume. And that's what you want until Cooper Cup comes back. And it has a hamstring injury, Cooper Cup does. And those don't tend to go away, no. you know, super quick. I think, especially this early in the season, his age. I'm just saying, Puka Nakua could be a mainstay this season. My next, I like the point. I like the point yeah. you made with you did not draft Puka Nakua to start, right? But I think you're you're waiver adding him if you don't mm-hmm. already have him. Yeah, to start even against sure. San Francisco, you're going to get the game script. Yeah, the you and I, yeah the guys that you drafted to be your wide receiver three, and sure. and leagues like you and I play in, you have sometimes three receivers, two or three flex. Sure. The Juju's, the Sky mm-hmm. Moore's, the Brandon yep. Cooks, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. I mean, he's jumping all of those guys. Yeah. Immediately. Right. For the, at least the next three weeks. Yeah. When Cooper I, Cup comes yeah. back and gets all of that sure. attention. Yeah. He's still going to get volume to, after that. Who, yeah, who's to say he's not Robert Woods 2.0? Sure. He may not be using the same way, but you're talking he may jump from he had 15 targets week one as a yeah. rookie. You know, I think it, it's we, okay to spend more than you and I talked about this. Budget. Yeah. You asked me how much fab should I say? And I, I initially said 15 to 20%. I'm going 20, 25. I think and so. If, do what you can to get him because the, look, four weeks of the season, that's about a quarter of the fantasy season. If you can guarantee that kind of production, excuse me, in the first quarter of the season, that's worth it. That's worth a quarter of your budget. So, and if I'm you're going it. to start him, if you're, if you're adding, if you're going 20, 25% of budget, yeah, with the intention of starting him, and you really believe, then you can package your Brandon Cooks, Rashad Batemans, for sure, and upgrade a little bit more to the Terry or or Dotson or one right. of those guys. It gives you flexibility, yeah. which is what you want. Get Moving him on, on the my, roster. Yeah, my second real um, take of the week one: Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. They're gonna be fed. Okay, we know that now. It sucks about. You know what? I I wanted to do that when we first talked about it, but. Why don't we just go ahead and get it out of the way now? Aaron, you and I have had a troubled past, and I'm sorry that this happened to you. But now I'm talking to the Jets fans, okay? As someone who knows about Aaron Rodgers ruining your season and all of your hopes for football 
passion and happiness. I just want to tell you that it gets better, okay? We can cut it off there because, it, it, you know, the tears in my eyes are starting to well up. It's all very sad. When does Reece it get better? When does Reece it get better for Aaron Rodgers when he's playing the match 45.0 against Brady and Mahomes next year? That's right. It's, I can't wait to watch him on CBS. Again. He can't may not play football him. again. Yeah, that it is unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. Um, but, but going back so to my sad. main point, though, Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, they're going to be fed. Um, Brees Hall looked like a freaking stud. I myself had a little bit of doubt going into the matchup. I'm like, okay, they're going to they're gonna slow play him. They signed Dalvin. And then he goes out first touch of the game and rips off a huge run. I'm like, okay, I was wrong. I was wrong. He's Pretty very, quick. he's still very, very good. <laughs> um, he's not Royce Freeman. Hard and Knocks tried to show us that he was ready. Sure. They did. They did their best. 23 but, miles an hour on a slant. That was all we needed, and we still yeah. waited until the fourth round. He had 10 carries, and he had like 160 yards. Yeah, he's stupid. nice. It's just um, going to get better. The third real point, Rashad Bateman is not going to be viable this year without an injury. Yeah. And I I mean, I don't, I look, I'm not touching him in in my lineup. He's not, in I any way? No. I, I, Fantasy, I, I don't, real life. I would no, I wouldn't touch him. <laughs> even if he were on, even if even if he were on fire, and he's I had your type, Dustin. Hands, I find that hard to believe that he. That he's, you my <laughs> he's my type. He's my type. What does that mean? Am I swiping I, right on him on t- and Tinder? <laughs> like what is this? You've you've loved Rashad Bateman for a long time. Yeah, you know time. I've gotten fooled before. Okay, he had a really funny line in his bio. I would swipe right for Ronald Jones. Oh God! Do we just do like to, you would do this, this conversation? Ronald Let Jones is on the first show. Ronald Jones is gone. He's <laughs> okay. Stop. That's it. You're done. Stop Ronald, trying to make Rojo a suspended. thing. He's suspended. Stop trying to make it a thing. You're hurting people. <laughs> <laughs> what was Let's fake? talk about fake things. Let's talk about fake things. Tell me about things that are fake, other than your love for Ronald Jones. Other than Ronald Jones being a top fifteen running back a mere two years ago. Uh, number one, mm-hmm. production in the Baltimore backfield being yep. reliable. J.K. Dobbins is gone. I oh, want did he no take vacation. Part. You know what? Um, he did with Aaron Rodgers. They met at the hospital. Yeah. Same doctor, actually. I hear very similar uh, experiences coming their way. Oh, I want no part of Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and now no. Melvin Gordon. Oh God! Did they bring him? I will not be bidding on them. Oh God! On um, as far as Justice Hill, he's out there, especially in Dynasty. Sure, leave him out there. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not spending dollars on him because as soon as you put him in your lineup, it's Gus Edwards, it's Lamar, now Melvin Gordon. It's going to be frustrating. Leave the Baltimore backfield alone. If you have Justice Hill, trade him. Jacob, I will not accept your trade. You cannot dump him onto me, even for Zach Wilson, who is now a starting quarterback. Number two. That's fair. Devontae Adams' slowdown is coming. I think that's fake. Yes, Jacoby Myers had a great day. No, I do not expect him to finish anywhere close to Devontae Adams in targets or points over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Buy low on Adams if anybody is panicking after the big day from Jacoby. Sure. Um, Adams yeah. still had nine targets. It felt really quiet. Yeah. It was just a weird day for for Jacoby one. Myers to it's get that. One. Yeah. I Jimmy saw something he liked, and he kept yeah. going to it. 
Um, Jacoby Myers probably not going to play week two anyway. So 15 plus yeah. targets are coming to Devontae Adams. Probably. Get him if you can. At least. Number three, Justin Fields, quote unquote, poor week one. People are overreacting like <laughs> a motherfucker to this. Yeah. Yeah. He was a top three quarterback, I believe, from week five on last season. Yeah, it was. And you add DJ Moore and you add Roshan Johnson and you think after week one, oh, well, he regressed back to the worst version of Justin Fields. No, he didn't. They threw more passes than he's ever thrown. His bad days, Dustin, are everyone else's average or good days. I'm just speaking fantasy. Yes, in in real life, he will miss reads. He may lose some games. For sure. That are his fault. But fantasy-wise... He outrushed B. John Robinson, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. If he yeah. connects on one or two deep shots, which they're going to continue to take more and more of, I really believe that. For sure. If he finds the end zone with DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, or runs one in, this past weekend, he yeah. has 24, 25 points, and he's the QB two or three on the week. And we're not yeah. having this conversation. It is literally one pass or one rushing touchdown away. Yeah. That's the floor. We just saw the floor. It's 17 or 18 points. Yeah. You have to give, like, you can't give grace to other players and then take it away just because of previous season narratives. There were some times where he looked rough, but give it some time, okay? he It's the preseason. It's been, he still hasn't played a game in a couple weeks. He hasn't played a full game, you know. So here we go. You know, let them, give them some grace. We're giving, you know, Burrow and Jackson and Allen, all all this room to improve. Give it to, to Fields. He's going to be fine. If somebody um, freaked out, go get him. I went yeah. and got Justin Fields yesterday. I love I moved, moved Trevor Lawrence in Dynasty for Justin Fields and Terry McLaurin. Okay. I know we're high on Trevor Lawrence. We love, we love him. What it takes for Trevor Lawrence to have 25 points is so much harder than it yeah. is for Justin Fields to have 25 points. So, yeah. do I think Justin Fields in 10 years is the Bears quarterback? I don't know. I do think they give him two to three years more. For sure. I think yeah. he continues to get better. And at least for 2023, I think he's significantly going to outscore Trevor Lawrence. And you get somebody wow. like Terry on top. I love that. I love it. I can see it. I can see the logic. Um, all right, going into who I think or what I think is fake, who I think is fake, what narratives I think are not going to continue. Look, we've already talked about the quarterback one production. So I'll just get that out of the way. QB ones are going to be fine, okay? All all the quarterbacks. So we can kind of skip past my first point. Um, the tight end position, okay? Hunter Henry led the position I mentioned at the beginning of the show with 56 receiving yards. That's not going to continue, okay? Darren Waller, you know, was in a downpour. He had five targets, okay? Not going to happen again. I think he, we're in line for a lot more volume from him. Um I think we're going to see, obviously, Kelsey's probably going to return next week, if not the week after. Mark Andrews is going to be coming back, you know, has a big uh, game coming up against Cincinnati. I think that's going to be pretty big. Yep. You've got all these other guys that just, again, it's week one. Teams are trying to gel. You you haven't had the, you know, the, the game scenarios to go through with each other. So I think it's, go- I think it's going to be much better. Don't freak out. Don't panic sell your, your big guys. I, I was telling you know, our group uh, that we we talk um, we talk to each other we text each other about you know different stuff. Don't freak out in the first three weeks. 
give it some time. After three weeks, if it's still trending down, then I'll panic. Um, sure. But what are last... your thoughts, real quick, real quick? Yeah, before sure, you wrap sure. these up, because yep. our man FF Rees, yeah, from the Fantasy Frontline, um, is bringing up a conversation that we had in pretty decent depth over the For weekend. Sure. Um, actually, I believe it was. Almost a week ago. Yeah, because it was okay. Thursday night game. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs, top 12 Ooh. running back in 2023. My tweet said the only path to Jameer Gibbs being a top mm-hmm. 12 running back in fantasy this year yeah. is for an injury to David Montgomery to have to happen. What are your thoughts? I think that if it's a PPR league at any point, I think that Jameer Gibbs can be a top 12 running back. Yes. Um, I think I would even go to say I think it isn't within his range of outcomes to be a top 10 running back because that offense, from what I've seen, they are they're going to be able to march down the field on any defense that those offensive linemen get the job done. David okay. Montgomery, you know, lots of carries, but Jameer Gibbs going to get more work. If we like Aaron Jones to be able to do these things, I believe it's been my comp the entire time that Jameer Gibbs is in college, that Jameer Gibbs is Aaron Jones. I think Aaron, I think Jameer Gibbs can do anything that Aaron Jones can do. So I, I, I have to give him the credit and say that he can be an RB1 this year. Let's lift, list off these top eight here, and then we'll debate the fringe guys and see where he falls. Sure, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Bijan, Tony Pollard, yep. Nick Chubb, yep. Josh Jacobs. Yep. yep. That's seven. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jameer Gibbs outscores Derrick Henry? I think it's not likely, but I think it can happen, sure. Travis Etienne? Um, same scenario. I don't think it's likely. but um, how, how can he do that on yeah. half the touches of Derrick Henry? So... Here's the thing. He's not that, catching 10 passes yeah. a week. He doesn't have to catch 10 passes a week, but the the path forward for Jameer Gibbs is going to be he needs 15 touches. He needs 15 to to 17 touches a game. And because he doesn't get the his touches are worth more than David Montgomery's. Okay? Because Sure. He's catching but passes. But David Montgomery gets red zone. Some, well, if you watch the game, which I'm, I know you did, yes, J- Jameer Gibbs had he broke the edge so well, he completely faked so out did the DeAndre edge. Swift all year. Okay, but the, they didn't. DeAndre Swift was incredibly efficient last year. DeAndre, I know draft capital. Sure. I know they didn't like him. I know they love Jameer right. Gibbs. Right. David Montgomery had 21 right. carries. Right. If you take five or six away from him. Sure. Gibbs 12 to 15 carries, four to five catches, I think is a ceiling until there's an injury. And if you're not getting goal line, you're scoring from 20 yards out eight times. I don't see it. Okay. Well, if he's not getting goal line, which he still could, I I think there's still a a path forward that he gets the 10 zone, the five zone guys. You know, he's a weapon. Okay. I I think that is their path forward. They want him to have the ball. Um, so we're talking about the backfield that was number one in fantasy points per game for the running back position last year. So I'm not really worried about how they're going to use them. They want that position to have the ball and they're going to do it. Um, Brees Hall or Jameer Gibbs? I'm going to go Brees Hall, but the more interesting conversation is going to be ETN and Jameer Gibbs. That's okay. Close. That's close for me. 
I but, say uh, he does not yeah. finish in the top yeah. 12. You say okay. he does? I think, yeah, I think he does. I think he does. In a PPR league, I think he does. He's going um, to have to get really hot over yeah. the last half of the year, and they're going to really sure. have to slow David Montgomery down. I think that Montgomery is going to be the between the 20s guys, and then once they get into the red zone, I think they're going to see some more creative ways of getting Jameer Gibbs the ball because he can do a lot. Um, Does DeAndre Swift do a lot? No. <laughs> Did he last year? If you looked, no. Uh, he was really good when he got the ball. I mean, really good. Sure. And they gave know. Jamal Williams 17 touchdowns. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is with DeAndre Swift with them. I you know I think it might have just been a mindset thing. Um, everyone I shouldn't say everyone, but I've I've talked to a few people, you know, going back to like playing with him in high school and stuff like that. Like oh well he was always injured or he's always you know finding something that he needs to rest. And I don't know that's conjecture. I'm not gonna say that that's a reason, you know. But this team obviously to move on from a guy literally tell him we will give anyone anything to get him off our roster. Kind of tells me all I need to know. We know DeAndre Swift is supremely talented. We know the Eagles saw just an opportunity to have a free running back. I'm not sold on on DeAndre Swift being a a, a, part, a huge part of this offense's plans inherently. I think they like Gainwell. I know they like Boston Scott. And I can't figure that shit out. I, I don't get it. Every time DeAndre Swift gets the ball, he's good. I don't know why. Sure. But you're right. There's no denying that for whatever reason, coaching staffs don't trust him. Yeah. They <clears> traded for him. And the more we looked into that tweet, I mean, the more we looked yeah. into the trade on Twitter right. was, it was basically free. Yeah. It, they, it cost them $1 million. They will let him walk at the end, sure. at the end of the year. Um, yeah, I don't it's... think he finishes top 12. I think it's dynasty classes, a little sure. bit heavy over redraft classes. I like Gibbs. I traded a yeah. lot for Gibbs in Dynasty. But I don't think this year he's a top 12. We'll watch I it think close. I think from week four until the end of the season, barring injury, he's going to be a running back one. He's going to be a top 12 running back. It might take a few weeks, but I think from week five through the rest of the season, he's going to be an RB1. Okay. Every week, smash start. All right, we will um, we will keep tabs on that. That is a very interesting yeah. one. Same team. Let's talk about some players, though, Travis, that we're looking to go fishing for. Okay, Jacob are... was our source. We have to cite our source. Okay, yeah, I love this. Um, he did explain to us uh, the trade that basically meant DeAndre Swift was free for the Eagles. Yes. Jacob has a knack for finding proof and citing things very quickly from very long ago. It's a talent that I can't seem to grasp, but Jacob, we are yeah. very appreciative of your heart. We love work. Jacob like a son. We've actually been working <laughs> on the adoption paperwork for him and his wife. Um, so we, we love you both very much. Um, we're actually going to be naming um, the next podcast that we put out, the Jacob Fabian Show. Um, it's actually it's, just, it's this big campaign. that we're, It's a big appreciation campaign yeah. that we have going out. Um, so please... Give us, give us more. We give it's a it's a give and take. Um, but let's let's talk about some players yep. that we're willing to go fishing for, willing to put out some offers. Maybe talk to a scared owner. Someone's freaking out. What's the scenario? Give me a guy that you're looking to target uh, to bring to your roster. Number one, like I said earlier, I don't think what we saw from Chicago is going to be what we see all year. Yeah. We saw in preseason. You give DJ more. 
any space with a screen pass and he's gone. Yep. He looked fine in this game. Um, it was a rough day for Chicago all around, we know. But I do yeah, believe that was. they get right. And DJ Moore, we've seen for years, is a very talented player. Yep. Better days are ahead for sure. I mm-hmm. have a couple offers out for DJ Moore myself. We'll see what happens over the next 48 hours. Number two, Alexander Madison. I oh went heavy on Madison this year in redraft and startups for Dynasty. Yep. I'm still all in. Um out snapped Ty Chandler 73% to 17%. We said, we've said in our group chat, is he going to get Dalvin Cook workload? The answer is yes. It He's going to step in and try to be Dalvin Cook. Um, he did have a receiving touchdown. This yeah, is did. his show. Buy low before the 2025 point week because you won't be able to. <laughs> People will say, oh, it's Dalvin 2.0 try uh, i like i don't know i like ty chandler call me an optimist i like ty chandler these are dynasty glasses again how is it dynasty glasses alexander <laughs> madison 73 percent. this All is right, how they looking, run their looking, team without looking at his without looking at his his totals how many rushes do you think he had madison yeah without uh, looking at the number eight to you, 12 yeah, okay. He had 11. He had 11 okay. for 34 yards, okay? Yep. And then he had four, he had four targets, three receptions for 10 yards and a touchdown. I'm not willing to better sell days the farm. Ahead. Oh, it's better days ahead. That's, no, that's why it's going fishing. DJ Moore and Alexander yeah. Madison both I, fairly I quiet you. week ones. Can they I add a will caveat? Improve. Can I add a caveat? If you yes. feel like it, if you feel so inclined and have a roster spot open to you, please go grab Ty Chandler. Okay. Would you trade Alexander Madison for Jameer Gibbs? Yes, 100%. <laughs> 1,000%. <laughs> Alexander All right, who are you Madison. fishing for? <laughs> I would. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> would you trade this okay player for this great player? Yeah. They will be very close in points by the end of the year. You will see. For sure. Um, it would not shock me if Alexander Madison outscored Gibbs. It would not shock me at all. I wouldn't be shocked. Just I would not expect it. Um, okay. Christian Watson is my going fishing player. Uh, he had a ha- he had a hamstring issue. Okay. He he's injured. He's damaged goods. He's no bueno. He didn't have any points in week one. Okay. That's what <laughs> I want you to stick to. He had no points. Didn't help he anyone's fantasy team. He came in here said, "Oh man, nice team. I'm leaving," and didn't score. Use that to go grab him because. As much as I hate to say it, Jordan Love looked okay. Okay, he looked like he can play. Christian Watson is the wide receiver one for that team. They are looking for someone to get the ball to, and he is that guy. He's going to get 8 to 10 targets a game, and he's a dynamic athlete. And I think, you know, given the draft capital that you probably had to get to draft Christian Watson, that team might be 0-1. Who are you giving up? That's a good question. So, also, strategy yeah. tip. Okay. Don't send the offer out for Christian Watson until he's ruled out after Thursday or Friday because he's not playing week two. They will be good point. F- a frustrated owner. Good They're point. Probably 0 1, like you mentioned earlier. Yep. 0 yep. 2 is scary. 
And <clears> instead <throat> of putting him on their IR, you offer them a fake starting wide receiver three, a la Brandon Cooks, Juju yeah. Bateman, and um, maybe they bite. So yeah, if you could get yeah, if you could get um Jacoby Myers, him if oh, I guess for, he's not playing. Yeah, if he's not playing, I'm tr- I'm trying to think of some names. Um, if if you've got a oh goodness, Chris uh, Chris Godwin, if if you got like a Chris Godwin out there who didn't have a big game, but you know he had a. You You'd know, rather have got, Christian Watson than Chris Godwin? He's a wide receiver one, absolutely. Wow. I'm. I would I would prefer that. I mean, I'm looking. I would prefer Christian Watson over Jahan Dotson, obviously. Um, I'm looking here Jordan for Jordan Addison. I like Jordan Addison in that in that offense. To be honest with you, I think that's going to be Cortland <clears throat> Sutton. Yeah, I would send Cortland Sutton for for Christian Watson for sure. Sutton coming um, off the touchdown. Yeah, touchdowns uh, are big. I love they that. inflate the points. Yeah, the common home league player doesn't see. 34 yards or whatever he had, they sure. see 12 PPR points. I'm so looking here. I mean, guys that scored week one. Yeah. Versus the volume. Move those guys that you don't think are going to get the volume, but they found the end zone. Right. Like Mike Evans had a big game. He had a lot of, a lot of volume. That's what Jacob I've, just said too. Right. At the same time. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're right on the same page. Um, okay. You know, Jacob, I'll, I'll show that up there so people people can kind of see it. Um, Evans, you know, kind of a guy, like I said, falling off. Um, honestly, Michael Pittman. I would I would consider trying to sell Pittman for him. I love Pittman. I'm a big fan, but I think he is exactly – he's very similar to Christian Watson, but I think you're going to see more volume from the Packers offense. So I'll, I'll leave it out. I'll move on to my next guy. I like it. Um, Christian, I'm sorry, Christian Watson. Just talked about him. James, buy him Cook. again. <laughs> buy him again. Buy him twice. Um, you buy Who him, we sell him, him buy him time. back. <laughs> James Cook is a guy I'm targeting because the right now the narrative of that Bills offense is all centered around Josh Allen. They had <clears throat> they had a terrible week, lost to the Jets. But look, James Cook, 12 rushing attempts, six targets in a game where the Bills were still explosive. They were still throwing the ball down the field. They're going to be in the red zone a lot. And they want to use James Cook. They throw the ball to James Cook, and they're trying to get Josh Allen to not run as much, use those running backs, however effective that strategy is. But James Cook is going to be an explosive playmaker for this Bills offense He's someone that we're going to want to keep an eye on and someone who's going to be a valuable part of a very valuable offense throughout the season. Right now, you know, without a big game, I'd go buy him. You know, I agree. That's that's something that I would look to do right now. I agree with both. The biggest name that I fear I got wrong. Yeah. That is the title of the next segment. We each have one player for different reasons. DeAndre Swift, for me, I thought he was going to go off this week. No Rashad Penny. They held out Swift per Mm. Jacob Fabian. All preseason, like a featured back. I'm not sure what to do yet. I will probably wait for a big game and then try to move him to an RB needy team. Sure. Gainwell did not practice Monday or Tuesday, and they play on Thursday. Tomorrow is important. If Gainwell, yeah. for whatever reason, does not play, yeah, maybe they activate Penny, and it's the Penny Show. Maybe it's DeAndre Swift's week, and if it is, it oh, could be God. really good. 
If DeAndre Swift is the running back, <laughs> I just. Oh, no. We suck again. I don't know why that, you know, there's a small percentage of the fantasy community that can't give up on DeAndre Swift. I'm still part of it. In Dynasty, actually, I did, um, and I sent screenshots to our group. I moved four of five DeAndre Swift shares for very good returns this offseason. So maybe I'm not as in on him as I thought, um, but I do have some, some shares in redraft. I really do think that if he's given a real opportunity, he could do well there. Yeah. Uh, yes, Boyd I mean, is in that. Boyd is in that camp. DeAndre Swift <laughs> till he dies. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully for all of us, you know, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift's career could be dead pretty soon. So I would love if Gainwell um, missed this week. Hey. I would really love that. I really don't need that kind of talk. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you how much I don't need that kind of talk. I need to bring that bring that energy from here, bring it you down here. Not, yeah. You're not banking on Kenneth Gainwell. I sure as hell am. I sure as wow. hell am. Wow. I'm look, man. Things change quick. Look, you you look for you look for volume anywhere you can get it. And you could do worse than the the That's number true. one running back on a high powered offense. You know, you you can just do worse. stop saying it like that because that almost feels like like you've got my head and it's just like rubbing it in the ground. Like, yeah, he's the running back well, one, the running back, <laughs> the running back one, and then the running back two, Boston Scott, and then there are like a couple linemen that they would push You're in there for a holding couple of carries, my head down. and then DeAndre Swift Taste over here gets dirt. the water, keeps the running back one and two hydrated. He does a really good it's job. Fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> Play the man. You just traded for him. He's got a dark um, visor. He went to Georgia. Shit. He wears the gloves. He's got like the arm <laughs> sleeves. He's like play a creative him. player that you make it mad in. Play him. Um, if he sucks, then don't play him, but at least give him a chance. I already touched it, man. I already touched on my guy, um, my biggest name that I missed on, Brees Hall. He's a he's a manimal. Um, he's just you wish absolute, you had more. I wish I did. I wish I would have taken the shot in the, in the fourth round in so many of my drafts, and I didn't. I'm like, you know what? He's going to split. You do your hard knocks with Dalvin Cook, and he's there. Okay. Uh, I didn't The do worst it. I part didn't. was that it wasn't like you were ready to click his name and somebody no, sniped him. No, it's like him. I'm just off the board. He was invisible. I'll get him later. <laughs> Goodbye. I can't touch Goodbye. him. Goodbye. Yeah, it was, was, it was ridiculous. Everybody. I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, I'm sorry. I just have to say that you're fine. Fine, you you're not fine. No, you're you not fine. You chose to pass on Breeze over. I'm sorry. And over I'm sorry. Again. We. I thought we could be friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what can I say? What can I say? All right, let's We're change here. the tune here. Victory lapping, which is what we see let's a lot it. of on Twitter. I told you so. Sometimes yeah. we do actually get things right. So sometimes it is fun to look at what you get right and wrong. We do a good job. I feel like on this show of being so, accountable when we say when we do the wrong thing when we draft the wrong player when we make a bad trade we just say it it's easier to share pain yeah however sometimes you get things right yeah my number one victory lap player from week one was none other than brandon Ayuk. i have him in six of seven redraft leagues i took him in almost every single fifth or sixth round that he was there all but one hell yeah the quote that stuck in my mind from the offseason if you ain't got haters you ain't popping that's a great one I don't know if it was Debo or Shanahan. Somebody said, you could not cover Brandon Ayuk in a shoebox right now. (laughs) And that stuck in my head because that is a hell of a compliment. If you can't guard somebody in a shoebox who's that big, I want him. How do you even get in a shoebox? I want him on my team. 
are coming in a box Sha- that big? It was, I think it was Shaq's shoebox. Shaq mm. brand shoes as well. Okay. Well, that's a deal. Um, it's little really spinny wheel on the side. Brandon Ayuk was in there spinning the wheel, catching everything in preseason, and now he's catching everything on my team. God, love that. Catch these hands. I was very happy with my yeah. amount of drafting of Ayuk. Dustin, who is your victory lap from week one? Look, I, I'm really happy to, to uh, as a homer, I'm really, and, he, and this is a half PPR league. You know, this is a running back. I'm glad to see him wearing my colors. But Roshan Johnson, man, finishing the week as an RB1. You know, the running back 12 on the week, this guy looks good, okay? And I, I've been saying this all offseason. Roshan Johnson is the guy you want in that backfield. He's He does everything that the other guys that they that they brought in do. You know, Deontay Foreman, he's a power guy, straight, you know, downhill runner. Roshan Johnson can do that. He can lay the lumber on guys in the hole. Khalil Herbert, really good pass catcher. He can run between the tackles, but he's more of an outside zone kind of guy, break tackles in the open field. Guess who else can do that? Roshan Johnson. And People were Roshan bouncing jo- off of him. He is like rubber, okay? It, he just... <laughs> I was like, why you say that? Oh, yeah, bouncy. Okay. Yeah, yeah bounce, glue. Good job. Yeah, Good job, Brady. I went to elementary school. Don't mean Rubber bouncy. Rubber bouncy. <laughs> well, Roshan Johnson, man, this is a bad motherfucker. Okay? You give him the ball. He runs downhill. And he can, like, he can do everything. He's, he's got great hands. And everybody thinks of him as, you know, he was, oh, he was a backup running back in college. Yeah, to Bijan Robinson. Okay? And even then, they told Bijan, hey, why don't you hit the, hit the pine for a couple carries? We're going to get Roshan in here because he can also kill these accountants on the field. And we're here. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Roshan looks great. And it's only a matter of time before they give him the bulk of the carries. And you're going to be seeing him pop up in these week one or these RB1 um final rankings each week because he's just that dude on a run heavy offense so i i'm gonna I'm so a, is he a victory, victory lap, lap because you have plenty of shares or because you thought he was good and he is both. good and now you're waiting for a bad week to go get him both uh i don't okay. have him in redraft um i waited a little bit too long um in a couple of drafts but dynasty everywhere i have him you know he he's a really really just good running back, and you're going to see throughout the season. Um, if they have a rough week against Tampa, I'm 100% making some offers and going to acquire him because he is going to get better as the year goes on. The dude's a hammer, and everybody on the defense is a nail. Tampa is perennially perennially, a perennially? tough run defense. They're fast. They're always there. Mm. Maybe that's why Madison had a quiet week one on the ground. It might Maybe. be why the Bears running backs do week two. Could be, could be a time to buy. <laughs> could be because he sucks. <laughs> All right, we have about five minutes left. All of our viewers yeah. are, are welcome to ask a question about anything. This is a quick Q&A. Yeah, Life, I, football, anything about well, our personal lives, about Ask our me about futures. my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ask me we will what answer fertilizer as as I use can. on my lawn. Um, but right now, uh, while they're kind of thinking of questions, if they do t- uh, send them our way, Travis, one question, Anthony Richardson, is he a buy high for you? Dynasty? Um, redraft or dynasty? I'm gonna, let's take redraft. Let's take redraft. Um, is he a buy high for you after a really solid first outing against a Jacksonville? Or no, who do they face? Do they face Jacksonville? They face Jacksonville, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's a, technically a buy high for me because I didn't leave a draft without 
Herbert or better. Sure. And I don't think I would start a rich over Herbert Burrow, Allen Mahomes fields. Okay. Um, but like for, for teams that have starting quarterbacks of like Daniel Jones, yes. Geno Smith, um, guys Tua, that missed I mean, it, not Tua, but guys you know, that cause... missed it and they took like a Kirk cousins, Deshaun Watson, maybe. Yeah. Kirk know? cousins is going to be fine. Watson's going to be fine. But there's going to be teams that have a rich as a second because of how late he was going. Yeah. Um, and they may need a Roshan Johnson or sure. a, I don't, I don't know why I keep wanting to say Brandon cooks, but there's names that people know. Sure. That the upside of Anthony Richardson is worth yeah. moving your bench guys. I mean, Goodness gracious, <laughs> this can't be real. Allen Robinson scored more points than Debo Samuel. Is that a thing? Robinson oh, was, God, was quite is. involved. Deontay's going to be out for probably three to four weeks. Oh, man. That's... George Pickens is not a volume guy. He is not a possession guy. But he's going to see more volume. He will. But Allen Robinson's, like, it's not a joke that he slides into more of a Deontay role. Oh, the he's situation's a, he's not a, a joke. Right. He's going to go six, eight yards. Sure. Turn around and get the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's so, the thing with Allen Robinson. Like, if you need eight yards, he's going to get you eight yards. If you need right. ten yards, he's going to get you eight yards. Yes. Like, that's that's the thing with Allen Robinson right now. He's, but he he's will old. be playable in, in deep, sure. deep leagues. Yep. Like, if you have, like, 15 starting spots and you need a guy to put in that end of the starting spot, absolutely. You, you throw Allen Robinson in there. Why not? Uh, Antonio Gibson fumbled. There was a lot of buzz on Antonio Gibson and his new role with Eric Bieniemy, sure. a younger, stronger Jarek McKinnon, does not feel right now like that's going to be the case. Brian yeah. Robinson, with yeah, a lot of work. Nineteen uh, carries. Good, goodness gracious! Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna hand him the ball till he pukes. I mean, is Antonio it, Gibson dead? We fell for. It. I feel like. I mean, I I, I Again. can't. I can't confirm everything just because it's week one, so I don't like freak out. But I feel like we got fooled by offseason speak again by Riverboat Ron. Oh, yeah. we really we got to find more ways to get him the ball. It's like they don't want him on the field. They're like we have literally anyone else. I, yeah. Can we? I I'm still mad that I fell for them saying, "Oh, we're going to use him to Christian McCaffrey role," and then here we are. I'm holding the bag. It's frustrating. A guy got shot, and they're like, hey, if you can get to the practice facility by Friday, we'll play you over Antonio Gibson. And they did it. What so. did – I didn't see a lot of this game. Um, what did Javante Williams look like? He looks good. He looks okay. really good. That is a guy, if you can – he almost made my buy list um, for going fishing, that if you can – he didn't have a blow-up game, you know, Javante is going to be their back. If you if you know anything about a Sean Payton offense, it's that volume running backs are kind of his thing. Yeah. And the fact that look, we all have all already fallen in love with Brees Hall. He's an amazing athlete. He blew up his knee and he's back because he's a freak. Javante William all, Williams also a great running back and didn't have a blow up game, but also had I think it was like 15, 17 touches. In this game, um, let me find out exactly how many. But he's going to get volume throughout the season. He's going to get better. And that's exactly what Sean Payton wants. And I don't care about Samaji Pirine. I don't care about Jill, 
what Jaleel McLaughlin or whatever his name is. It's Javante Williams. They're going to run that offense on the ground. Let's see. I want to see how many touches he had. He had 13 attempts, four receptions. Yeah. So that's a good week one. That's a good week. That's a um, good week. People are losing their minds on Twitter about <coughs> Kyron Williams as a waiver ad. I Look, think it's a fraud. I think you it's can, a fake thing. I would much rather. Let me put this graphic up here. I mm-hmm. would much rather have Joshua Kelly than Kyron sure. Williams. Cam Akers carried it 20-plus times. They just Kyron, gave Kyron goal line. You're not going to get that every week. You know, like, I would, Sure, he had 15, 15 carries, but... Sure, he had 15 for 52. Akers out-carried him. I mean, granted. So it's like, what do you, what do you want to play on, right? Because it's still week one. That's this, the overarching narrative. This is it's, what I want to play on. Cam Akers had... Well, sure. That's Austin Eckler, Joshua Kelly. We know that. Um, but that is Kyron, your that's your player at running back, right? For but the Kyron waivers. Williams, we want to stick with him, right? So Kyron Williams, fifteen for fifty-two. Cam Akers, ugly, twenty-two for twenty-nine. That's awful. But at the same time, it, you have to you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt because like they're giving more work to Cam Akers. Are they realistically going to continue giving work to the small Kyron Williams, who is not an explosive athlete? That's not to say that Cam Akers is still explosive. I mean, he is, you know, for all intents and purposes, still having to prove himself after this Achilles injury. And we know all this drama that came from last year, and, you know, they're going to trade Cam Akers, and he comes back and has a whole bunch of carries at the end of the season. They're going to give him work probably, but, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things. I don't believe that Kyron Williams is ever going to be a volume guy. Yeah. Pick him up. You kind of He's a wait-and-see kind of guy, but I don't I – don't, think that Kyron is is going to be some workhorse back he's a flash in the pan week one guy you don't want to give cam Akers 30 carries to start up the season so I, I i don't i don't i don't worry about that all right last word we have a waiver article written by jared holland a member of the losing sucks team that is posted on the website uh i posted on twitter this afternoon hopefully you saw it in time, you have a few hours to put those waiver claims in. I will retweet it again to remind people to go look at that article. He does great work. He dives a little bit deeper than your normal top 10, top 8 waiver guys um, because there are some deeper leagues. He he goes for deeper players, and he f- explains why. It's not just a blind follow-me type article. Big fan Love of it. Jared's, big fan of the articles. Um, each week he's going to do that. I will be back on Thursday, as many Thursdays as possible, probably towards the end of the fourth quarter, and we'll preview the upcoming weekend. Dustin will be here when his baby allows it. (laughs) I'll be Um, around. Yeah, we'll both be around. We're not going to do every show together because we may have different things we want to talk about or different availability. Or different guests. Who knows? uh, Yeah, that's the plan. And... Yeah, it just feels good to be back. Feels good to be feels good to be back on the mic. Glad to be talking football. Um, heading into week two, remember heading into Thursday. Take those Thursday players, put them into your starting lineup and out of your flex. And y'all will hear from Travis and or myself on Thursday. And remember, losing sucks. Oh, I've waited to say it. Losing sucks. Don't do it.